Welcome to Dances FAQ, the podcast that gives you health information, keys for action and motivation, as well as tips for your career and well-being. My name is Alex Renier and I'm very excited to share all of that with you, artists, athletes and dancers. Hi guys, welcome to the episode number 16 of Dances FAQ. Today, my guest is Aurore Oué, a former dance captain of the Moulin Rouge. She left the cabaret three years ago after working at this position for 14 years. Dive into the world of this renowned cabaret, offering two shows a day all year round. This season, I have the pleasure to offer you a series of interviews that focus on the Moulin Rouge. Stay tuned for the second one coming up next month. Enjoy! Welcome, Aurore, on the show. Oh, thank you! <laughs> so, you were a dance captain among the Moulin Rouge. Yes, I was. I was a, I was a dance captain. So, what is a dance captain? What is dance captain? A lot of things. So you, well, I'm just going to talk about my experience, how it was, how I became a dance, dance captain because I didn't arrive and be a dance captain straight away. I was a dancer for for a year. It was in 2003 I arrived over there. I was 21. I danced in a dance line for one year, had the chance straight away to become a soloist replacement And as well, a captain replacement. When the captain is on holiday or on day off, they need a replacement. And it was me. <laughs> I was really lucky for that. Lucky, and I think I, sorry, I'm going to be maybe look a bit pretentious, but I think I deserve it. Because to be a dance captain, well, first of that, you need to be like a good, good dancer because you need to show, to correct everyone, to show correctly to everyone. So... I guess you have to be a good dancer. After, you need to use as well a management, a communication to speak to everyone correctly, try to be fair. What is the job exactly? First of that, you, you teach the show to the new girls when they arrive in Paris for a month, they're in rehearsal, and you teach all the show to them. After that, you do the planning as well. Those are, that's more administrative, more paper stuff. When people are sick, you need to replace them or you need to move people on stage to make sure there is not a hole, a hole somewhere. When there is a girl in day off, we have like what we call a swing, swing dancer. So they have to take the place of everyone who's in day off. So you need to as well to share that, <laughs> to share that, to give the job to everyone actually. And sometimes as well, you need to to be part of a bit of this convenience between girls and try to be fair. It's a bit like a mum. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure I could have the shoulder solid enough to have that job because I was young mm -hmm. and it was a lot of dancers older than me. I was new, so it was a bit complicated at the beginning. For how long did you stay in that position? I stayed in the Moulin 14 years, so 13 years as dance captain. Right. And was that a position you were dreaming about? Having this kind of manager position, half dancer, half manager? So no, I can't say that I was dreaming about that because I thought it was a bit the leader, the boss, but not really the boss because you're not like maîtresse de ballet. Mm -hmm. So it was really a position between your dancer but you're not like a, just a dancer, but you're not the direction as well. So 
No, I wasn't dreaming of that. Because but, you were you were still performing, right? Being a dance captain. Yes, of course. Yeah, Working yeah. both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when the opportunity came and I was just on placement, I just realized that I loved managing. I loved being close to the girls, but trying to be fair enough to make sure that everyone is equal. So when I was replacement, after I was dreaming to be a dance captain, mm. when I discovered really the job, but not before. Yeah. And being a dance captain, were you as well a soloist? I was replacement soloist. Okay. No, when you are dance captain, you are in your line. That means I was dancer, a Doris girl, like cover dancer. Mm -hmm. I can say that, yeah. So I was dancing in my line because you cannot really be a dance captain if you are not in your line. If I was a soloist, I would have been in another lodge. I would have been in another position on stage. So it's a bit hard to correct everyone when you are not doing the same. Yeah, right. Because you were taking care only of the ensemble. As a dance captain, you weren't managing the soloist, were you? Exactly. No, I wasn't managing the soloist. Yeah, right. And how many dances were you leading? So it's 14 girls every night on stage in my line, but plus the day off, plus the, the holiday. Oh, it was around like 21, 22. Depends of summer and, and um, winter. And what is the difference between the dance captain and the maître de ballet? Because you said when you have a new girl coming, then you have to teach her the show. Like for one month, she has to learn the choreographies and so on. So what is the difference between dance captain and maître de ballet? The maître de ballet is, uh, well, actually, it's a maîtresse de ballet over there. It's, uh, she's just like supervising everything, saying if something is wrong or if something is good as well. Most of the time... Uh, she's going to talk to me and I'm going to talk to the dancer. The most important thing, the maîtresse de ballet is choosing her dancer. She's doing the audition. She chooses who she wants. Mm -hmm. I have nowhere to say for that. As you said, you are in your line. How do you manage being in your line, concentrated on what you have to do, as well as making sure that the girls that are surrounding you are doing the proper thing? Uh, it was hard at the beginning. I so remember the maîtresse de ballet was calling me in her office and say, oh, great, you're a dance captain. But stop watching everywhere around on stage. Try to dance as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard at the beginning to have your eyes, like to see if everything's going well. Uh, sometimes you have to manage a problem on stage and in the, in the wings. So it's a bit of panic and you have to be in your job as well, like a dancer. Yeah, it's a bit hard, but you learn it as well. You learn it and that's a habit to take. Yeah. I remember some shows that uh, I was dancing in and being the choreographer as well. And I remember like the day of the show, I would say to people, okay, now don't ask any question about the show anymore. I have to take care of my own warm up and I have to take care of remembering things, getting ready for the show and being the dancer. So I'm not your choreographer anymore. It's too late. Like, I'm fully confident, now go. And I was like, I really had to do this for myself because the first time I did it, it was not for a show, but it was just for a general rehearsal. I was making sure like, oh, is the light okay? Oh, what are they doing? Why is he late on stage? And then I was probably the worst one on stage because I wasn't in my body. So yeah. what was your experience? My experience, the worst is um, worse. I mean, <laughs> when you're more so solicited, 
Solicitating. I don't know if it's working in English. Challenging. Uh, yes, uh, it's when the new girls start on stage for the for the first night, and let's say for the first week, <laughs> uh, they're asking you a lot of questions. They're still looking after the costume. They still make sure everything is right, correct. They, they entrance their feathers because it's really heavy. So, I think to be really honest, that on the first week. I probably not. I was probably not the best on stage because I was more thinking about my job, captain, and make sure that all the little girl, well, little girl, the new girls who sometimes coming from Australia, from from the the end of the world, uh, just make sure they feel good and they're happy. Of course, they were happy, but not stressed. So I'm more taking care of them than of myself. That's true. After, we have the chance as well that the show, it's exactly the same since a long time. So I guess as well, sometimes you have a bit of, of automatic things in your body who make sure that you are good on stage as well and you can take care about the other people. Mm. Yeah. And how was it uh, staying at the same position for 13 years How did you stay at your best? Did you get bored sometimes? How is it? Because it's the same show. You dance six days a week, if I'm right. How did you do it? Um, I think you have to put in your head, in your brain, that it's a show and there is people who's watching the show. So just that, the people who's watching, they're all the time different. So you have to be 100% every day for the people who's there because it wasn't it's not the same public than the day before so that's the first thing after i had the chance as well to not be on the same spot every night because i was like i've said replacement solo is replacement i was in the nudes line replacement so i had the chance to swing a lot and not having the time to get bored i'm not gonna lie there is sometimes that you're more tired or sometimes you had like a family problem or you don't feel it and you're not in your mood that you don't especially want to smile, but the show is just magic. And I'm sure you know what I mean. You are on stage and you forget everything and you know, you're going through a show like, like a sunshine and yeah. Yeah. There is something magic who's happening and you can forget everything and you can be, a performer and happy to be on stage. So I can't say it was hard. Like, you know what? <laughs> That's a little bit funny. I had a lot of people um, in my life where I, what are you doing in your life? I'm a dancer. Yeah, but a part of that, what are you doing? Well, I am a dancer. <laughs> yeah, but you're dancing. You, you're just having fun. Well, yes, but you know what? I get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, I had the chance just well, like all the artists, I guess, to to have my job was just a pleasure, a passion. So now I didn't get bored. Mm. Like I said, sometimes the mood was not there, but just the start of the music you put your costume your makeup and you're you're someone else yeah so yeah how many different shows did you have to dance throughout the 14 years one there was one <laughs> <laughs> one you, yeah did anything the show, change 
No, the show starts in 2000. Okay. So we are to 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, nothing yes. different, like no adjustments. Or uh, maybe sometimes a little arms changing, but nothing is, nothing is big. No, okay. no, no. No, the show is just working like how it is. But it doesn't mean that we don't, don't rehearse for that. We have rehearsal to make sure everything is uh, correct. Everybody's on time together, uh, especially when you change uh, really often about the dancer, all the dancers changing new dancer. So to make sure we are, we are a team. How is the turnover like? Do dancers stay as long as you? Is it something usual to stay there for 10, 15 years? Or is it changing pretty often? So every six months, there is some new girl who's arriving. And when I start, most of the time, you know, when you're coming from Australia, I guess you don't want to stay far away from your family for... 15 years so it was a lot of turnover every six months I mean it was sometimes 10 new girls uh, I had 15 as well um, yeah so so when I left three years ago uh, we were like small group who were there for a long time it was a less a bit less of turnover but I guess as well it's because you meet love, you do kids. <laughs> so, yeah, they're staying most of the time in France now. Right. How was it for you, you know, after 13 years, 14 years at the Moulin Rouge? Was it, I guess, the Moulin Rouge is then part of a sort of second family for you. That's where you spend your days. You have the same people around. Uh, even if the dancers are changing, people from the administration might be the same. How was your experience like? As a captain, most of my friends were outside of the of my line. It's really hard to have uh, friends and be in the position of dance captain. Mm -hmm. I had some. I can't say I didn't have any. But yeah, it's really hard. Direction and everybody were just like a family, that's for sure. But after 15, 14 years, I was on my my top if I can say and I felt it was the time to leave I wanted people remember me as a good dancer as a good captain because they were happy with me and not going down yeah so uh, yeah so it was time for me to leave as well I wanted to be with my kids yeah um, yeah it was hard to leave it was really hard Mm. Uh, because what, the time you think about it and you do it, uh, it passed maybe one year. Yeah. Because you know it's time, but you don't really want stress about like leave the stress and the theory. Because when you are a dancer at the Moulin Rouge, you, if I can say you are someone, not a celebrity, but like a meat. And you're going to stop and you're going to pass in like Mr. and Mrs. like a normal one. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard. I would like to go back to something you mentioned earlier. The fact that you didn't really have friends there. Like you had some, but you weren't behaving like the, the other dancers. Uh, was that difficult for you at the start when you were dancing for one year and having friends and having these little jokes backstage, I would imagine, and then all of a sudden you have to change your position, 
you're one level higher in the hierarchy. What was that for you? Did you say, okay, now I have to change the way I behave with the girls. I cannot just laugh backstage. I have to take a little bit of a distance. Or was that natural? I'm going to be, again, really honest. Uh, I did cry a lot. I did cry a lot uh, when I came home after the show because, yeah, it's not easy, like you said, accidentally being a bit higher, uh, especially when when you say perfectly, you're at France, you're laughing backstage, you're, and one, one time you're just like <clears throat> in the hierarchy, higher and people are looking at you in another way so i didn't choose to lose my friends they choose to to lose me if i can say like that because when you have to give the place for the replacement in the show there is sometimes some place was a bit more difficult or easier and i remember one night a girl came to me and she was oh come on around with friend you can give me an easy place tonight i'm a bit tired and i watched the day before, and I say, look, on the plan the day before, you had an easy place. So tonight, you're going to do a harder one. And she was like, oh, you're not funny. And, and, I, and I could feel like everybody getting in that way. Yeah. The only thing I can be proud of, if I can say that, I think I did try to be fair all my career. And even if I had to lose some friends, I can sleep on my two heels now. I had respect as well from the girl. I could, uh, I could have fun with the girls as well, but I just try to be fair when we are working. Mm. So, what well, after I could go for, for a drink as well. Uh, sure. I, I mean, I was still a human. <laughs> and about your position as a um, soloist replacement, at one point, did you have to choose between staying the dance captain or maybe becoming a soloist? Like because you can't you can't be both and being a replacement. Did you have maybe at one point in your career the choice of like leaving the dance captain position to become a soloist, or were you thinking about that? No, and I'm, I'm going to explain why. When you are a soloist, you don't do any replacement like I was doing in the line, doing a spot and another spot and needs line and soloist, and I was a captain, so I had a lot of things. And I couldn't be bored. So if I was a soloist, just a soloist, which is amazing. Let's, let's be honest. It's amazing. But I've got one of my best friends, soloist. And I'm all the time in admiration in front of her. I'm like, how don't you get bored? And she was like, but like you say, no, because me, I'm moving spot and blah, 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 blah. And after it's a mentality. And I think the spot, even if it's just an amazing spot, wasn't for me. I couldn't feel like doing exactly the same show exactly every night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's another lifestyle. I don't think it was for me. Could you share your best memory as a dance captain? Uh-huh. Wait, let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say best memory. It's really... It, my best memory was every six months. Really honestly. It's when... You have a younger dancer who's coming, they're really young, and they leave their parents, you're there for, for them, and they just believe in you, and they're waiting for your word, and it's really like incredible how they are looking at you. 
yeah, it's just incredible how they count on you and you don't want to disappoint them. So for a month, you are with them. And the most things as a captain, it's when they are doing their first show. Because most of the time, their first show, I had the chance to go in the audience and watch. Yeah, I think I cry so many times with that. You're like, mm -hmm. they've done it, but I've done it as well. We did it. That's, that was my job. And it was why I loved my job, my captain job. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you very much for sharing your experience. That was lovely. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you for listening until the end. Subscribe to the podcast in order to listen to every new episode as soon as it's out. Next week, I will have the pleasure to welcome Shirley Pavlik on the show. She will share her orgasmic birth stories. Don't miss it!